0: Number of things. Number one, there's kids on my roof. What? What kind of kids? Like, I hear kids on my roof, right? And, you know, you hear. When you say kids. When I say kids, I'm talking teenagers.
1: Okay. I had a a run in with some teenagers recently, too, but you go first.
0: Okay. So, you know, they're up on my roof, I'm assuming, you know. And look, when we were high school kids, whatever it is, you know. You're like looking for a place to hang out or, sure. you know, when you're middle school, it's like, oh, look, who? I found this cool place. this new, like, you know, little place. Yeah. and Which is fine. But, like, I think these kids have broken into on my roof. I have my boiler room yeah. is up there on the roof. Mm-hmm. And I think they've broken into it because the lock's completely busted. And we went up there last night to watch the, the fireworks. Sure. So we go outside the door mm-hmm. and we go around the corner and the door of the extra room is open with hmm. the light on. And I'm like, okay, that's odd. Yeah. But I don't know who the hell's in there. It could be a fucking, like, crackhead. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Sure. So I hear, hello, hello. And all of a sudden I hear from above us, you know how there's, like, where the roof is, you know, like, above where the door is? Yeah, I think so. Up top, there's two kids, and one of them goes, hello, like that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what are you doing up there? Oh, just watching the fireworks. So we just kind of, like, ignored them for a while Uh and went and watched the fireworks. But it kind of really gets to me because I had all these problems with my pilot lights going out and all this kind of stuff, and and somebody had crushed one of the uh, um, chimneys so that uh, there was all carbon monoxide problems in the apartment across the hall from me, and they had to do all this work and all this kind of stuff. Wow. All basically because of some kids, maybe these kids, maybe some other kids, hmm. doing pretty much what these kids did. Wow. The thing is, is that, like, I am generally a non-confrontational person.
1: Yeah, sure, me too.
0: I try not to get in a big fight with people. No,
1: that's a good. I think that's a safe. Uh, that's a safe approach. Right.
0: but at the same time, these kids aren't going to not aren't going to stop doing it until somebody says something, or until you know until I mean?
1: something happens to one of them.
0: Exactly, but at the point at which you guys are in this room, who knows? Say you're like smoking a cigarette and it catches on fire. You know what I mean? Like, sure, this is a problem. I agree. You know, so Heather's like, "I'll talk to him." Oh, right. Which is actually kinda good because it kind of you instantly have a completely different dynamic. Having some like thirty five year old woman mm-hmm. talking to these two teenage boys mm-hmm. versus me talking to them. You right. Know? It's not a man on man thing, it's now a oh hot girl on teenage boys thing. That's true. You know?
1: Absolutely. So how'd it so go? So she goes
0: over and she says and she you know, she played it really well. She said Hey, uh, did you guys, was this door open when you guys got here? You know, so she basically, like, turned it around and, like, didn't accuse them of anything. Which I was like, alright, that's cool, you know? Sure. And they're like, oh, no, no, it wasn't, you know? And they were really polite, and they were, like, you know, not being, like, little dickheads or anything like that. They were being alright. Do you have any, uh, It sounds like you
1: have some sort of prior history with these folks. Is that true?
0: Only because I keep hearing people up on my roof. So it freaks me out. But you never
1: actually made eyes on these particular people. Like This is the first time no. you've actually seen them with your own two first eyes. First
0: time I've ever seen them with my own eyes.
1: Okay. So, okay. I was just curious.
0: Yeah. So, in the end, basically, Heather was just like, look, you know, we'd had all these problems. This woman almost died because of the carbon monoxide bubble. Blah, blah. Basically, just like kind of telling them a bunch of stuff that if they were the guys and they were just lying to us about finding it, you know, right. they'd be more likely to say, oh, shit, let's not go back there.
1: Right. You know, that's a clever but tactic. Then,
0: but then today. Mm. Right. And I wouldn't have thought to do that. Would you have thought to, like, play it that way?
1: Uh, I would have been like, guys, get the fuck off my roof. Well, it depends. on. The, it, it really depends. I've actually used similar tactics with. Uh, yeah, it, it depends on a whole bunch of stuff. I think it also has a lot to do with the age of the of the individuals. Like that's that's actually the kind of thing that you would use. I would use I would think to use on a younger like you know, like a fifth grader, not necessarily a teenager, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But
0: yeah, these kids are probably late teens. Yeah,
1: I I mean I don't have a ton of experience dealing with. It's funny. I have so many more little tricks and wait and like I, I call that positioning, uh, positioning yeah. techniques that I use with like other people uh, like our age, <laughs> I, I, you know more or not even our age. Just you know from from my old client service days of like helping people with their technology problems because you know people people get all uppity about that shit um so you know some, some, sometimes the way you position yourself and the way you you frame what you're saying can have a huge impact on Absolutely. you know on on how it's received and then right. and then how 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 the person feels about you especially if you're th- if you if you want to maintain that relationship over a, a you know a longer period of time it's like it's one thing Did if you, i you know what i'm saying it's like it's one thing if you're gonna be um you know, this is a one-off, and you're, ne- you're you're you know you're not worried about ever having to see see or deal with this person ever again. But it's another thing if like it's a client, and you really want to, you know, you want to foster the relationship and and you know keep it going. So you know you're going to treat them a little differently.
0: But I thought she played it pretty well. That sounded, for yeah, all things considered, yeah, absolutely. Sounded so great. so we came downstairs, and then like today before she left, she was sitting here, and like we hear doom dong 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 like right. people run. And I said to him, I was like, guys. I don't mind you coming and looking at the fireworks, you know, from my roof. I said, but, like, don't break in places, walk softly. You know what I mean? Like, I I realize I live in the city, but at the same time, it's like you're walking on somebody else's property, essentially. You know what I mean? Like, do
1: do these kids live in the building? I mean, do you know?
0: No, they they definitely don't live in the building because I know everyone. There's only four apartments. They live, like, they're all connected up top. You know what I mean? So you can run Uh. from building to building. So, we don't know exactly where they're from, right? So, we hear them bang, 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 bang. So, Heather jumps up, throws her shoes on, like, runs upstairs. And, like, before she could get the door open, she heard them, like, running away. And by the time she got out there, they were gone. Hmm. So, it's kind of like, if they were the same kids, who knows? Maybe they were, maybe they weren't, you hmm. know? But, like, I don't know. It's just it's just a weird thing. And I just, it's, I have a hard time figuring out how to deal with it correctly. Hmm. If there is a right way to deal with it, you know? What do you do? Yeah, well... You can't call the cops. By the time the cops get there, they're gone. You know what I mean? Like, so... That's not going to do any good. No. But at
1: a certain point, it's dangerous. It's true. It is... a. It, it, you know, it's... I mean, it, technically speaking, it's... Uh, I think it's a, it's a matter for your landlord. You know? For the, yeah, for the actual property owner. And... Yeah. I mean... But I don't
0: know what they're going to do.
1: Well, it doesn't really matter. Well... I mean, technically speaking... Uh, you know, looking at the, the sort of chain of events or the chain of, um, I guess you can call it uh, hierarchy, you know, you're the tenant, right? And the mm-hmm. the tenant rents from the owner. And if, if the owner wants to maintain the tenant and keep the tenant happy, he has to, you know, cater to the things that the the tenant, uh, yeah. you know, bitches about. Well,
0: you know, first thing they need to do is replace the lock on my little... Boiler room door with like a deadbolt because these people have like kind of killed this law sure you know so you gotta put something in there that's not easily jammed sure or you know screwed up you know sure that's step one definitely yeah so i'm gonna call them tomorrow you know but but it's just i don't know it's just really interesting like y- y- you you want to win for lack of a better word you want them to stop doing it because like it's one o'clock in the morning you're trying to go to sleep and you hear bang 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 bang, bang over your roof and you're like what the hell's on my roof yeah. what is it santa claus <laughs> yeah it's not cool you know, yeah, it's not cool because it's like you have no idea what these kids are doing if they fall off the roof and they, you know, like just bad. But at the yeah. same time, you don't want to be like the the like the real mean old bad guy. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. Old man, Wadman. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, he's so mean. That guy is yeah. an asshole. You know, like it's I don't know. It's tough. Well, you said you dealt with kids like this at some point.
1: Well, I didn't. No, no. I, I mentioned that I had a run-in with some teenagers uh, this weekend. Uh, oh, on the, tr- on the train. I saw your tweet. Yeah, dude, that was really kind of surreal. Uh, what happened? Well, okay, so um, last night um, I played in Washington Square Park. Um, right. We did. You know, we decided to do an extra day Sunday because it was the holiday. Um, it was cool. You know, slow night. Uh, but because i didn't have work the following morning i decided to stay out a little later than i normally do and i we hung out so i didn't really head home much before one thirty or so usually i'm out of there like by midnight well you you have seen you know yeah, usually sure. if there, if i'm not if, if a friend hasn't come to see i'll just you know head pretty much straight home right after and i can be at you know in bed by by 1 or earlier um but uh you know hung out a little later tonight uh that night and uh Took the took the F to the uh, Delancey-Essex Street station, just like I always do. Sure. And um, as I was coming, I, I know, you know, I've I I've done the ride so many times, I have the, the spot on the train that you want to be at, you know, to, to, to minimize the amount of travel that you have to make from one transfer to the other. And since I have, you know, sure. my drums and crap with it, um, the less walking around with that stuff the better so you know i'm i'm positioned pretty <clears throat> pretty f- fairly well to get from the subway door to uh, uh the staircase going up to the uh jam platform so you know the train pulls in and I don't know if you know but later you know later at night after pretty much after one a m trains only run a couple of times an hour so they tend to be a little bit more full and there's a little bit more tra- you know traffic and hustle and bustle um and i i didn't really notice it at first but now looking back um a whole bunch, I would say probably like somewhere between 12 and 25, I guess between a dozen and two dozen people, uh, all sort of made a break for the staircase going up to the platform. Now, I've been one to do that as well, but when I know that the next train is is like due to be there any second, because yeah. on, on rare occasions, the timing lines up just so um and and for the most you can run. yeah and for Catch the it. for the most part i actually have a you know one of my one of the iphone apps um i've got on my phone for you know the train uh the new york mta train system um has the schedule which is you know it's a long standing schedule it's been in place forever and for the most part especially later at night the, the train schedules are pretty pretty right on so you can tell if if you need to hustle if you want you know you want to make this connection otherwise it means sitting around for another 20 minutes um, for, but we had, according to the schedule, we had a good six or seven minutes before the, uh, the next train would arrive. So I was like, no, no worries. But maybe these guys were just in a big rush or whatever. All the same age? Yeah, well, they, I, didn't, I, they? I, I didn't really notice. I mean, I just saw a shitload of people, what seemed like a, a larger number than normal, um, just bolting for the stairs. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, these people really want to get up to the platform before everyone else. And so, because that happens, you know, New York is a place of people sure. in a rush. And sometimes they have to get places very quickly. So um, I get up to the platform and there's probably, you know, a regular amount of people waiting there. They're like, you know, imagine that if the t- time between trains is 20 minutes and we're coming up on the train will be be arriving in about four or five minutes. You know, you, know, you can generally tell when a train is going to come based on how many people are up on the platform. Uh, the more that there are, the sooner the train will come. So, okay. so that's what it felt like. You know, there's, you know, a good, uh, I don't know, 50, 60 people all, all sort of spread out on the platform. Um, at the end of the stairs. Now, the way that this particular station is laid out, the stairs from the from the transfer are all the way at one end of the platform, um, and then you know you can w- basically walk the entire length of the platform to the other end. There aren't any other stairs, so it's sort of like a, a dead end. It's kind of like a like a finger, so to speak. You know, there's there's like yep. three different three different tracks, and this is one of the middle tracks. So you can't really go from one side to the other. It's just one one staircase on the end, and then it goes all the way to the other end. So. Um, as I'm making my way, and I'm—bear I'm, in mind—I'm also wearing my headphones, listening to some music or something. So I wasn't really listening that cl- closely. My headphones are, um, you know, insulated, so I don't really hear much of the outside world when I'm, you know, when I'm listening to stuff. Um, but I pulled one headphone out just to sort of hear what was going on, and there was like yelling, screaming, and then like there's this like you know like that sort of teenage girl horror movie style shrieking. Going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like it was yeah. like that was a little odd, and then and then as I got further down the platform, I noticed um, a sort of stopping, like a kind of clumping, you know, where where people people sort of decided to sort of clump up at one of the wooden benches, you know, the subway style, New York subway style benches, the wooden ones, uh, and some of the some of these like chicks were standing on the benches. Like I'm like oh maybe there's some loose animal like a rat or something on the platform and they yeah, all yeah, got yeah. freaked out. But then these I, are teenagers. Well, I, n- yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I would. If, I if I'd, yeah. At this point, I still couldn't tell who they were. Um, but then as I got a little closer and I you know kind of I was walking on the very outside you know along the yellow, the bumpy yellow safety um, pat matting on the side. Yeah. So I, you know my line of sight was blocked by the by the train you know the, the support columns in the, on the train platform. So I couldn't really see. Um, to the right. I can only see the track. So I couldn't really see what was going on in the center of the, of the platform. Um, cause I was pushing my hand truck and I, you know, I needed the maneuverability. So once I, once I got to where I wanted to stand in the middle of the platform, I kind of maneuvered to the center of the platform. Um, and that's where I started to see, um, just kids like running and there was some flailing and like swinging of arms and, and like belts. Um, and, and it, essentially uh, it, it looked and sounded like, I, and I still couldn't see through the crowd of people, but it sounded like there was a fight. And, you know, you know, people were saying, fight, you know, there's a fight, this and that. And then every once in a while, you know, this is all happening relatively quickly. So um, within about two or three minutes, um, some, I, I guess if I had to describe the kids... They were either you know uh, you know Latin or or, yeah. or African American you know black or something like that. I couldn't really yeah. tell, but they were running like top speed, running up and down the platform, kind of like like they were playing some weird game of tag or something like that. But there was, it was much more heated than that. You know there was definitely some some urgency to uh, to the to the whole affair, and um, you know there's this you know regular looking sort of white yuppie girl standing next to me who's you know, visibly visually freaked out and a little nervous. Yeah. Um and then, you know, there's that other chick who's standing on top of the bench who was just shrieking. Um and uh you know, it was a little it was a little unsettling. You know, and then there's this other dude he's like, Where's my skateboard? You know, this this there's this like kinda white dude in flip flops. Uh, apparently one of the gang I don't know if they're gang members, but one of the one of the kids in this brawl must have like scooped his skateboard up on while he was running. Um and was using it in this this fight, which I still didn't I didn't actually see any actual contact. Uh someone said, Oh my God, someone's on the tracks uh, so maybe like they actually jumped down on the tracks. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what was going on, but it, it was definitely some sort of teenage, you know, angst going on and it was it was interesting. So so I decided my sister actually kinda woke me up to this um a couple of weeks ago when we we were driving um home from uh from an event that we had to go to in New Jersey and I was borrowing my friend's car. You know, and it's like pfft, two in the morning and we're we're going down the Henry Hudson you know the, the West Side Highway, basically, okay. and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, these two little hot rod, you know, like Japanese speed cars, yeah.
0: little Civics with exactly up little Civics. rice burners
1: yeah. or whatever they're called. Those things just totally like weave, like weaving in and out of the cars as if the cars were standing yeah. still. Uh, like,
0: like, like you're, like you're actually inside of Tokyo Drift.
1: <laughs> Kinda, yeah. But in New York City, it was it yeah. was a little nerve wracking. And my sister, you know, doesn't like that at all. That, that really freaks her out. Um, and so she, she picks up her phone and she calls nine one one and she just basically reports it. You know, she's like, she's like, here's what I saw that these two little cars, blah, blah, blah. And, and then that was it. And I'm like, oh, you called the police. And she's like, yeah, I do that all the time. Anytime I see some weird stuff, I figure, you know, I, you can't hurt. And I'm like, that's not a bad idea. So, yeah. you know, so here I am standing in the midst of this like chaos. And, um, you know, and I also felt a little bad because, you know, I could tell that this, this girl standing next to me was, you know, freaking was out. a little nervous. Um, and I'm like, well. I looked at my phone. I have some signal. Um, and you know, I know the train is supposed to be here any minute. Um, so I figured I'd give it a shot. So I call nine one one. I've never actually called nine one one from my phone. Um, and sure enough, an operator picks up and I I just basically tell her, I'm like, you know, uh, there's some sort of a fight going on on the platform here. And unfortunately the signal wasn't super strong. So I did have to repeat myself a few times and the headphones that I use, their microphone is not that great. So it's not super clear, but Long story short, I was able to convey the message. And then, as I was finishing up with the, the 911 operator, the train, sure enough, the train pulled up. And I'm like, I'm just going to get on the train. And she's like, that's fine. Thank you. Bye bye. So I get on the train. Um, and. Uh, as do a bunch of the kids. It, everybody gets on the train. Exactly. Now, fortunately, as it turns out, uh, the car that I boarded was one of the uh, conductor cars. So th- yeah. those cars don't allow, on the newer trains, they don't have the pass through. You know, you can't walk from one car to the other. Right. Um, in the middle anyway. Uh, so I was on that car and apparently all of these gang kids got into the car next to us with the conductor, co- ironically enough. I was like, I mean, that would be, you'd think that they would be stupid, smarter than, uh, than that. Um, and I was like, hopefully they'll just close the doors and we can get the fuck out of here. However, that was not the case. Uh, so, you know, the doors closed, the doors open the air conditioning goes off like the whole train sounds like it. like they powered the entire train off
0: yeah and it's like there's that yeah.
1: weird like hot eerie sort of silence as people are just sort of listening and looking at each other and then like pe- yeah, yeah, peering yeah. That out of it's kind of surreal um and you know I'm, I've got one headphone in because I'm trying to like not pay attention and I'm just like just don't I'm sweating my ass now, off are you
0: not paying attention because you're a little nervous or are you not paying attention because you
1: don't want to know
0: or I, like what is
1: I just I don't, I don't I didn't want to be involved in the drama, to be honest with you. You know, but does
0: this kind of stuff get you hyped up? Because it gets me hyped up. Like if I was there, I would be uh, like fight or flight.
1: Yeah, I, I, I have a fight or flight thing too, but it's a lot more. It's a lot more. What's the word? Um, it's not. It's not as. It's not as. It's not a hair trigger. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I think I have a higher tolerance than than some folks.
0: Well, it's funny. Also, before you finish your story, I mean, like you standing on the platform. Yeah, you you have. You seem like the kind of kid, if I was a high school kid, like, you know, yucking it up, fighting on the, on the platform, yeah.
1: I wouldn't mess with you. Probably not, yeah. You know what I
0: mean? Like, you have a certain imposition to yourself, you know what I yeah, mean? That, it, like, I
1: think I know what you mean. It's funny, because I've always sort of just taken it for granted, but I think I... I think it's the beard, and I think it's like the squareness of your shoulders. Yeah. You know what I, I mean?
0: Like, you're a solid-looking guy. I do
1: have some mass to me, and yeah. I, and, and for, for whatever it's worth, I've really never been accosted, mugged, or, or fucked with um, in all of my years of living in... You know, both Chicago and and New York City. Um, And I know and I know other guys who don't look like me who have been fucked with um, for whatever it's worth. And I mean, you know, I'm I'm not I I have have relatively, I think, decent street smarts, you know, and I know like, you know, not to be wearing headphones, you know, blaring music and not being aware of my surroundings when I'm I I think I have good whatever, you know, street senses or spidey senses as far as like knowing, you know, if I might be in a particularly vulnerable or dangerous position. Um, And sometimes, you know, sometimes I do get a little fight or flight and, you know, I walk around with you can can almost like tense up your whole posture when you're walking. Um, You know, the best way I can make an analogy is like if you if you were to like make a fist, like make a fist while you're walking around, do it like that kind of flows through the rest of your body and it it kind of hardens you up a little bit. And I think it gives you a little less or a little, you know, I don't want to say intimidating, but, you know, a little more of an intimidating sort of stance. Sure. And it's never really come up that I can think of I mean anyway we're back to the story right, so
0: so back to you you're on the train so, the power's off so the power's
1: off and we're just sitting there and um and I got stuck next to this 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 white chick again um who was she cute no not well kind of <laughs> there was something really weird going on with her and I was trying to figure it out I'd never seen it before um she had these really interesting oh, i guess you could call them stains Some sort of marks, stains or marks on her teeth. And then as I, you know, again, as we kind of had little chats and stuff, um, I noticed them other places on her face. Like there was like, I want to say there was one like in her eye and like on her, like in just weird spots. Like, like. Interesting. Yeah, they were really, it was like as if someone. What What would I, how would. Best way to describe this would
0: Someone be. Someone took a picture of her and, and spilt a little iced tea on it.
1: No 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 not that kind oh. of stain. <laughs> no no. These are like like little like it's as if she was eating some chocolate and they, it there was like the somehow the chocolate like got really hard and and like bonded to her teeth. Okay. But in these weird spots, like like I can understand that like like being maybe like braces glue gone south or something like that. And, they, you know, they okay. couldn't get or it was like a weird but it was just really weird and random. And it was only in a few spots, but it was enough for me to notice because, um, you know, and that's the kind of thing where you're like I was standing like two feet away from this woman. Right. So so
0: she she's freaking out at this point. No, she
1: wasn't freaking out, but she was constantly saying stuff. You know, it's like, she, you know, I think some people do that when they're nervous. They like need to vocalize their, you know, their yeah. feelings so that they can they can you know, decrease the stress or, or whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, I'm, I, I I can do that. But when I get into a, when I find myself in these sort of more tense emergency type situations, I tend to quiet down and just keep my eyes and ears open and pay attention. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm like the kind of guy where like, if, if, if the ground is starting to shake, the first thing I start to look for, um, is, is a spot that's not shaking or, you know, the nearest exit or, you know, or if something's running towards me, I'm going to look for a way to dodge it or jump over it rather than, like, stop in my tracks. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because it's, sure. it's, it's something I, I noticed as a, as a bike rider. It's really interesting to see how people react to – because sometimes when you're on a bicycle, you can take a person by surprise if they not if they didn't see you right away because, you know, bikes aren't as, as obviously as visible as, as cars yeah. and trucks. are um, more defensive. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I tend to have a more defensive stance just because I've seen the way people react when they're taken by surprise. Um, and yeah. it's, it's amazing to me how many people just stop, like literally like, stop in their tracks. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes I found that if you can, especially, again, in the biking instance, um, you, can, you can actually take advantage of that and then go even faster or go, you, you know, turn into it, so to speak, because mm-hmm. that you know that that person's not going to be there because they're going to stop. Uh, or in the case of a car, the, the that's classic. Very,
0: uh, that's very on for October.
1: Oh, like a yeah you know, there's a
0: scene where they sh- they fire the torpedo and they turn into the torpedo to close the distance before it could arm itself right yes that's a, that's <laughs> yeah and that's
1: and that's a great tactic man that's exactly what yeah. I, that same sort of thing uh, and the other thing that um another similar I uh, you know uh, concept is is with cars um, it's almost always better to aim for the back of a car instead of the front of a car because the car's not gonna go in reverse you know it's like you can guarantee that the guy not gonna stop and back up. Whereas right. if he's gonna slam on his brakes, even if he does, he's still gonna to continue to move forward. So you always wanna aim at the back you know, at the backs of cars as opposed to the fronts of cars. Anyway. Alright, so she's freaking out. She's freaking out. Um and Well, not freaking out. She's not freaking out, but she's definitely it's like she's chattering and I i I like put my other headphone in and I pretended that I was like listening to something. I I at this point I'd pause my music just so I can I could sort of keep an ear on things, but I didn't want to interact with anybody um, because also now. M- bear in mind this now the train has been standing here for another five minutes, ten minutes. Uh, oh, it's and, been that long. Oh yeah, and, and you know, and and there are cops everywhere. Like the cops showed up like as soon as the train showed up, which is kind of amazing actually because I I, don't, I mean I don't know if I'm I'm solely responsible for that, but um, but the, you know there it felt like there was there was at least a dozen of them um and you know i I could see them out on the platform and then at one point this you know a couple of uniform guys were kind of making their way through each train car kind of i guess looking for some people or something like that but it just took so long man i mean uh it was a good 20 minutes but you know of the train you know powering up powering down doors opening doors closing um and finally the train slowly you know you know we finally pulled out of the station uh and got on our way um but at that point, the car was like this. Was like a nine a.m. you know rush style pack, uh, you know of, of people just ch- totally jammed in. And I you know I had my back against, um, against the the wall, and do you have all your gear. Yeah, and my, I you know my gear is right in front of me. Uh, and then I was next to a, a a baby in a stroller, and then there's the the white chick, and then there was this. What
0: the hell are babies doing out at one <sighs> three o'clock in the morning?
1: I don't know, dude. Let's not go into that. So, wait,
0: do you, do you think that the policeman – the police got. The instigators, as it were.
1: I don't know. No, you know, I don't think they got them all because how do you? I mean, how how do you identify? It's not like well, they were wearing the, yeah, uniforms no, or anything like that. Um, Unless
0: somebody on the train is just like, yeah, those. No, this kid's a troublemaker too. Well, I, I have know. a feeling that the cops
1: are pretty good at picking. You know, I mean, we. I think. Do we talk about the whole racial profiling thing or sure. whatever? But yeah. I. I mean, I, I'm 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 actually not an opponent of the concept of profiling. I think profiling is 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 an essential. Human skill that you know that everybody needs to stay out of trouble and to stay alive um, and and the reason why you know good cops are good is because they have really relatively well honed instincts they've seen a ton of shit and they they get you know they get to know, oh well, the last ten times I've seen dudes who look like this and do stuff like this, this has happened, so I'm going to yeah. sort of cut to the chase here and make the assumption based on this you know experience that i've had that the odds yeah. of this is going to happen and i'm going to kind of head it off at the pass and hope that nobody else gets hurt or whatever so i'm i'm all for it and if, if that means me getting pulled over and he gives me a hassle and he turns out to be wrong fine you know i'd, I'd rather that than you know as long
0: as you can prove that he's wrong and he isn't just well, assume and then you're screwed
1: no matter what you do yeah that's true i mean assuming i'm not doing anything wrong obviously too we are also both you know, white males. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're in the. So, you know, the, easy for us to it's say. True. It's true. All right. So, so the car. So, yeah, car we finally, finally we finally started going. And then I thought the whole idea was over. But then we crossed the Williamsburg Bridge and we get to Hughes Street. No, no. We get to um, Marcy. And this fucking thing happens again, man. Uh, the, you know, then a bunch of kids just kind of all of a sudden there's like kids running up and down the platform. Um, I guess they just sort of hung out in, in the cars, just playing it cool while the cops were around. And we stood there for another fifteen minutes, um, and then finally, I think it finally ended, and then and then the doors closed, and then and then we were on our way. But it was just it was just really surreal. Did
0: you, did you, any, did you see any actual hitting any of these times? I didn't.
1: Or? I didn't. I saw some some relatively tough looking um, teenagers. I think they were you te- or, know or early twenties. Yeah. Um, the other weird thing I thought that was interesting was that they were, the the primary weapons seemed to be belts. Like, really? Yeah. Like, what? what, what is he? The, the fucking sharks in the jets here? I mean, like, you know. I thi- You know what? It might be. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, maybe there's some, some tactic where it's like a belt isn't a weapon, so they, if they get caught, they're not going to get, you know, in you know, trouble. It's
0: really funny, though, when you see that kind of stuff, and, like, it's happening around you, and you see all these people, and it's, like, chaos, you know? Yeah. And you see, like, fighting going on, especially when it's, like, kids and, like, you're, like, little gangs like that or whatever. Yeah. It feels so primitive you know what I'm yeah. saying? like it's like it feels like two tribes going at it like in the savannah that's you know what i mean like that's you know totally. and i'm not making a racial statement on the people who are doing no, it, no, it no, happens no, no, you know whatever not. that's but you understand what i'm saying we're like, talking about a weird, hu-
1: genuine human re- uh, you know, reptilian if you will you know yeah. lower level Old school fight or Real flight it's that like, like fight or flight shit that we we're just talking about it's that same it's that same like i guess defend your turf defend your honor you know w- yeah. whatever you want to call yeah. it yeah, that you had these crazy kids.
0: I had two, like you know, Latino kids who were being very polite to us. Mm. So you know, It's like, but who knows? Maybe my kids were like super troublemakers and like you know,
1: who knows? It's it's entirely possible. I don't know. Kids are crazy, man. Kids um, are kind of crazy. Yeah. What's 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 amazing to me talking about kids, is 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 you know how much things have changed. You know, in I guess the the thirty years you know, since, since we were kids, um, you know, t- thinking back, you, you know, you see this, I mean, there's countless examples, uh, fucking toddlers on their little scooters with their fucking helmets, you know, for example, Yeah, yeah. yeah. D- did we have yeah. fucking helmets, dude? No.
0: I'll tell you one thing I don't understand are those, those bikes that aren't actually bikes. They're just like, you kick your feet around to go forward. Those wooden ones, like you a, don't giant, about. Like like a
1: like- giant scooter, basically. Yeah, yeah,
0: where you just but you're sitting down, but you're just like moving with your feet. It's like oh, there's no. You
1: mean for toddlers, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, I think those are great, dude. Before like the pre-bikes, yeah, they are, I guess those are know? great. But it just seems like a lot of money for oh, something that well, if it's ex- you know I guess they are expensive. They're like fancy wooden ones, you know. Well, it's like yeah, but you get a bike. That's that's or give them a tr- decent tricycle. You know, I
1: think actually I'm I'm all for that 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 particular design. That that actually also, if I remember co- correctly. Um, is one of the earliest technical earliest designs of the of the the modern bicycle. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, you're,
0: you're seeing it as a, like this cool retro, thing. like
1: like this homage to the original, you know, to the original velocipede or whatever the fuck they called it back then. You know, the original two two wheeled um, right, right, transport. Right. Um,
0: I just want a real bike. Because <laughs> sometimes you see kids who are way too old on those things, and you're like, I don't know. All right, get that some. kid, get some. Training. That kid is six. <laughs> Give him a bike. Yeah. You know.
1: Um, yeah. But um, so wait, what else when you were? Kids, well, the other yeah, kids. the other thing that, that I'm just thinking back to shit that I did when I was little. Um, I grew up in uh, you know middle class, upper middle class ish uh, suburb uh, in New Jersey. You know, yep. um, we'll say it was a you know well developed neighborhood. Um, sidewalks? S- not on my street. Didn't have sidewalks. I would say ten houses on each side on you know per block so to speak. Um, so there's you know just like, there's like a you know, there's a road, um, and then I guess on one side of the road, um, it was there was a, I guess a, a, a main road that was right next to a highway, which was a little noisier, and then our street, um, th- you know, there was maybe three or four streets that sort of spanned every every uh, every couple of blocks. Uh, you know, bit, when I say a block, it's basically um, two houses back to back with backyards. So each house had a yeah. front yard, house, backyard, backyard, house. Front yard. That's that's sort of yeah, like the length gotcha. of a block, um, and then on some some blocks there was a house on the end, so that you know that the driveway was like dumping right into the the, the sort of connecting road. But uh, you know, it was a relatively relatively well. But
0: this was all one big uh, building site, as it were. You know what I mean? Like one big complex. Of, it wasn't not like you'd think. All built around the same time, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it, I would say the my entire little neighborhood growing up was all of the same vintage. Um, I would say it was probably all built within the same, I don't know, 15 years, maybe even 10 years. Um, But then they, you know, then there were little pockets that would get, you know, like a a new house would, you know, a a bunch of yard or a bunch of woods would get cleared off and another house would get built. But, you know, some of these big yards, some of these yards were really big. I mean, we had neighbors with full size, you know, pools and three car garages and sheds. We had a shed. Uh, We didn't have a pool. Um, I
0: lived in a slightly more suburban, rural place than you.
1: Yeah, um, it's like
0: an acre and a half, like kind of like bigger lots, but like kind of just a street where there wasn't any other block on the other side. It was three miles through the woods till the next road. You know. Okay. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah, similar, similar. Uh, I mean, I, I was also in in New Jersey. You know, in a in a, in a suburb that was like forty five minutes away from New York. So right, um, there were a little bit. I think New Jersey also is is a relatively. I think at one point it was the most densely populated state. Uh, in the, yeah. in the country, I think per capita or something like per square foot or whatever.
0: Anyway. So you're living in this thing when you're a kid and things are different. How?
1: Well, for example, um, kids were allowed. We seem to have a lot more freedom as far as, um, like shit we could do unsupervised. Like, I mean, I, when I was a little kid, when I was like in, in grade school, I remember my, my old pal Andy, uh, and I, we used to, you know, pretend we were like army guys or ninjas mm-hmm. or something and we would like go exploring uh you know we, we would follow like a creek or we, we'd start out at a lake like his backyard after we hopped his fence there was like this sort of common woods area that we would just sort of walk around and you know then we there'd be like a creek and then we, that would like lead to a lake which would lead to another creek and then you know we'd, we'd be trespassing through you know dozens of people's property backyards and what have you just kind of fucking around zooming along yeah, yeah just yeah, doing our thing and then and then when i got into to middle school I actually – my middle school was only four blocks away from my house. I mean, middle school was only seventh and eighth grade for me. Um, but it was, you know, it was such a direct route that I could literally cross – I could, like, walk out of my front door straight into my – up my neighbor's driveway. Like, I go right across the street, up my neighbor's driveway, into their backyard, through this little hedge, and then into their na- – you know, their backdoor neighbor's backyard. You know what I'm saying, and I I could like cut through yeah. the next three blocks of neighbors, front yard, backyard, you know, et cetera, and then I'd be right at school. Uh, and these days, that kind of shit wouldn't wouldn't be tolerated, man. Like that's that's trespassing, and and people don't, um, you know, they're really freaked out about that. Like, no, do you think
0: it's because things have happened where kids somewhere in the middle did what we did, but took it too far and would like break the hedge and whatever? You know what I mean? I, like, do you think it's? I don't know, man. Do you think it's really like a kids nowadays, or do you think it's? You think people are being overprotective nowadays you know, of it, both their own property
1: and it's hard for their me. To, to, it's hard for me to say because I'm so far removed from them. I don't know any of them personally. I can only assume the, the only thing, the only folks that I know personally are, are, are like I've I've met friends of friends who have kids um, who also have these weird like overprotective um, vibes going on. Like you know the whole like you know fucking Purell. You know they don't let the kid like crawl around in the dirt. And you know they're constantly like pampering and, and and like I don't know you know what I'm talking about. I think there's right. there's this weird but like d- doesn't everyone always feel
0: that way? I don't know man. It just seems didn't our parents look at us and think oh kids nowadays? When I was in the 50s when I was a kid yeah I don't know X Y Z I I
1: I haven't really spoken to my folks. Well you about know
0: it. there was that big there was that big battle battle as it were yeah uh, the the little kid mother let the little kid go home on the subway. Kid was I don't know 10 years old or whatever it is yeah. And the kid's like, I want to go home alone. Like, I, I know how to get home. Right. Let me go home on the subway. Right. So this is urban, not suburban, but just for example. Right. And so she, like, you know, gave the kid an extra $20 and said, you know, if you get lost, get in a cab. You know where to go. Sure. You know. And, all right, I'm going to leave you at, I don't know, Lord and Taylor. Yeah. Whatever. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. here I'm going this way. You go that way. Yeah. And she did. And she wrote for some magazine. And her name was Skenazy, the last name. Mm. And the little kid who did it, his name was Izzy. So his name is Izzy Skenazy, Wow. which is genius. It's a great name. So she, she writes for some newspaper. I know it's awesome. He's got this like little like Jufro. It's awesome. <laughs> He's the cutest kid ever. I want to take his picture. Sure. And uh, so you know, this woman writes for some newspaper, and she goes, "Oh, you know, I'm going to write about this." So she wrote about it, and people lost their shit, like. I mean, there were a few people who were like, all right, yeah, this is, you know, like, hey, that's cool. You know, you let your kid whatever it is. But the rest of them were like, are you out of your mind? You let your kid go home. What happened if the kid got abducted, or whatever yeah. it is? You know, yeah. and they talked about all this on, uh, on, um, uh, on bullshit, you know, Penn and Teller oh. show bullshit. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, like, basically, they're just like, people are way overprotective. Like, yes. Kids have gotten abducted. But your chances of your kid getting abducted are so massively small. Right. Like, incredibly massively small. That to, like, build your entire thing on that
1: is insane. That's true. I mean, you might as well send them out with freaking lightning rods on their backpacks in case they might get hit by lightning.
0: Exactly. It's it's that kind of thing, you know? So, you know, so she was just like, look, my kid is not an idiot. Yeah. My kid knows how to get home. Yeah. My kid lives in a city. Yeah. You know, and not everyone around him is trying to kill him no it's true i mean there's plenty of people who would be like hey do you need help getting home do you know how to get home you know yeah. like hey can you tell me oh yeah go on that train and get you know i see kids all the time or people absolutely. like you know tourists or whatever like i think people need to
1: chill the fuck being, out
0: yeah stop being scared of everyone around them so, you know
1: absolutely man i think you're absolutely right it's 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 sad um my but, father is you know, another, but, is a classic example uh, what were you gonna say though nothing no go ahead no my, my my father i've been told stories obviously i don't know firsthand but my grandmother and my father and even i guess my aunt my dad's sister um have have we're always you know i guess marveling or proud of how independent my dad was as a kid um my dad grew up in a neighborhood uh in the bronx called Parkchester. um Which I know is definitely not a predominantly Jewish neighborhood now, Um, but back in the '40s, uh, that's you know that's what it was. And my dad just loved exploring; he just loved that. And he would hop on his bike and go to Coney Island, or or like hop on the train and take the train from one end, you know, from one stop to you know one end station all the way to the other one. He would just ride the train just to see where it went. I mean, and I can see myself as a as a ten year old like, you know. I could rationalize that. I mean, like, this is cool. Like, where does this actually go? I can go all the way to the end. Um, well,
0: that's what this Izzy skin kid said. He's just like I, they said. Well, how was it? And he says it was awesome. He goes, I felt powerful. I felt like I controlled my own destiny. Which you know, I mean, but there's a certain amount of that. Like, you know, ten year old kid has a metro card, whatever it is, can go anywhere the train can take him. Yeah he can go. It's pretty awesome. Like that kind of freedom changes the way you think about the world around. I think
1: it's huge. And if I, if, you know, if it were ever up to me and I had a kid or was responsible for one or whatever, I would be all for it, dude. I, I think, I think that having that sort of independence, having that sort of confidence, having that, uh, that experience is, is so key, man. Cause it, uh, especially, I mean, that's the thing is like, we, I don't think either, either one of us can truly like truly understand and respect, um, what what it is to grow up in a in a city like New York? I mean, can you imagine right. being a fucking like even as a toddler? I mean, I can't yeah. even imagine like like I'm just thinking back to like my the first time I ever I ever encountered an elevator. You know, it's like sure. imagine sure. like little kids who were growing up in growing up in an apartment buildings and they just know the elevator like that's yeah. oh well yeah doorman elevator yeah. That's and that's just, that's, that's the, just the, it you know way of the world yeah exactly yeah, I think a lot of it though has to do with how you
0: raise the child to begin with because. I mean, there's plenty of people who would say, well, you let your kid go all over the place, he's going to get himself in trouble and blah, 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 you know, get messed up in drugs or gangs or, you know, whatever yeah. else, you know. Yeah, But, But the flip side of that is, yeah, but if you're treating the kid that way the whole time, yeah. it's not like he found his dad's gun. No. You know what I mean? It's like this is just the next step in his growth from becoming a child to becoming a man. And I think, I, you know?
1: I, and to echo what you're saying, I think another thing that's hugely relevant um, Is that, uh, and I, I mean, again, I'm not a parent, I don't have firsthand experience, but in, in my, you know, in my, my experience with other people's kids and stuff that I've seen and heard, it seems to me that, um, it, it's so, so much of it is, is the parents, you know, it has so much to do with the way, because, because the, when you're young, the, the first four or five years of your development, all of that sh- every little thing that you do as a parent every you know, as parents as the team um, it gets transferred to that little blank template that you created together four or five years ago, you know? Yep. Uh, all that stuff, the way you talk, the way you walk, the way you interact, uh, y- your rhythms, uh, weird little habits, just so, like the way you speak, all of this the shit. The things that make you nervous. All, the things all that make, of these yeah. things, because that, yeah. that little person doesn't have any basis, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's all new. That's all fresh, new yeah. data. And that never gets, you know, that you're writing that for the first time. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I just... It, it, it fascinates me that that you know that's how it works and that there was you know that there was a kid outside the store uh, restaurant the other day and there was a little dog there and we were waiting to get
0: a table and like he goes up to heather and he goes he says oh can i pet your dog whatever it is and she goes oh he's he's not my dog and the guy the kid was like Aw, shucks and he like walked away or something along those lines you know uh-huh. and it was kind of like wow like not only did the kid ask before he did it yeah not just from a politeness point of view but also from a no, my dog really hates kids, and he's going to bite you if you do that. Right, you know, safety sense, sure, you know. Sure. But like, and then he didn't get permission, and he didn't go terrorize the dog or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was, you know, oh, you know, and it's just like, wow, not all kids would be like no, that. No,
1: well, he obviously was taught that. He was that he, right. he inherited that that sense of judgment, that sense of tact, or whatever you want to call it, that sense of respect from his folks. Right. You know, and that and that's that's just the thing, man. It's like, look, my my sister is due.
0: Uh, tomorrow. Well, as we say this, almost today. Wow. So my sister is the it will be the first grandchild in my family.
1: Wow. Really? And I oh, know. Yeah. I guess. Well, not uh, first.
0: Yeah. I only have one sister, and right. This is her first kid. Right, so right. that makes sense. You know, my sisters do. Yeah, on the on the sixth or the seventh or something, and and it's kind of like. I don't know. It's interesting. You know, it's like how is that? How are they? How are she and you know my brother in law going to raise their child? What's it going to be like? You know.
1: Yeah it's it's fascinating stuff
0: you know and it's obviously not it's not my say it's their child but it's just kind of like just watching it's going to be fascinating you know
1: (laughs) absolutely man i
0: don't know it's 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 uh and hopefully though you don't raise a kid that you know is running around on the platform beating people right or disrespecting breaking into people's property (laughs) and (laughs)
1: stomping on roofs and (laughs) breaking into locks and stuff yeah man kids are kids are crazy
0: it is it is a weird thing but uh Hey, we're actually at 45. You want to cut it there?
1: Yeah. All right.
0: There we go. Neat. We'll experiment one on the... Uh, the remote style. Virtual.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, stop. Thanks for coming. We'll s- I'm going to stop my we'll see recording. See you next week. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Later. That's right, people who are listening to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this, people. Suckers. Suckers. What? <laughs> <All right. laughs> Bye.